Welcome to episode 12 of Jesus and Truth, where we will be talking about Jesus and his truth found in the Bible. My name is Daniel Duvall, and I am the preacher for the Leeward Church of Christ in Hawaii. I'm sure many of you have come across devotionals, and as a preacher, this is something that I get asked quite a bit. You know, what kind of devotionals I may recommend, if something is good or bad. And so I thought, hey, why don't we have a discussion about the pros and cons of devotionals. And really when I'm speaking today, I'm going to speak from my own experience. I obviously have not read every devotional that's ever been written on all uh, of all time, but I've read quite a few devotionals and I think I could, could give a pretty proper assessment of them. Also, too, I noticed that when I speak on this subject, I often refer to reading devotionals, and many of you may listen to devotionals. So whenever I say read, I really mean read, listen, consume, however. Even those in the first century, many of them could not read, and they listened to God's Word in, other, you know, in that fashion rather than reading it themselves. And so anytime I say read, listening applies to that or any way that you consume the material. But let's get into the positives. My mom always said, don't talk about someone if you can't say something nice about them. And so with devotionals, we'll start with the nice things, the pros of them. The first one being convenience. To especially a new believer, it can be very intimidating to go and to pick a topic yourself, to research a topic yourself, many times people think, where do I start? And a devotional can be a very convenient way to walk you through some things and you don't have to decide it, right? Think of how hard it is to decide what to watch sometimes or how hard it is to pick out what to eat sometimes. And so, especially with Bible study, it can be hard. It can be intimidating on what to select. So when you have a devotional that has a set schedule, it helps decide that for you. It can be very helpful. In 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 2, it says, Like newborn babies, long for the pure milk of the word, so that by it you may grow in respect to salvation. And when you think to especially to new believers uh, and you compare it to babies, babies don't select their food. Uh, maybe they throw some sometimes, but it's milk. Milk is what you're going to get, and it is fed to them. It is selected for them. It is brought to them. It is fed to them. And so devotionals can be a great uh, thing and very convenient for that reason. And really, all people, it can be convenient, kind of like a nutrition bar may be. If you're on the go, if you have a short amount of time, if you don't have enough time to prepare a study and come up with it yourself. A devotional is a great convenient packaged form of a Bible study that you can have and kind of like that nutrition bar can prevent you from starving because we do want to consume God's Word. The second good thing about devotionals that we'll speak about today is that they are very accessible. They are all over the place. There are literally hundreds thousands of devotionals that exist and really anywhere you go you go on amazon there's tons of devotionals going to walmart they're there even at discount stores like ross's i see them 
any bookstore, devotionals are everywhere. When you think of apps, right, there are literally dozens, if not hundreds of devotional apps available to you. And when you just think of the internet in general on websites, there's countless devotionals. And so they are literally everywhere. And since they are everywhere and there's so many, not only are they extremely accessible, they can really get down to some specifics for you and fit your personality, what you're going through personally at the time. There are one specifically for men, one specifically for women, one for maybe the elderly or grandparents or seniors, one for parents, uh, one's for children, one's for teens, all the different age spectrums, all the different parts uh, or people who are at different stages in the belief process. One's for individuals who are not yet believers. One's for new Christians. One's for uh, ones who have been Christians for a while. One's for more mature Christians. And so you can find one that fits your particular maturity. Additionally, you can pick one that is addressing your specific battle for that time. If you're going through depression or trying to overcome anxiety in your life, there are devotionals, since there are so many and they are so accessible, there are some that will tackle those specific issues where they really address them in the day-to-day devotional process. If you're going through chronic pain, there are some that fit that and make a lot of applications to the physical pain that you may be experiencing. If you're going through a time of mourning, there are some specified for that. And there are some where you just want a pick-me-up. You want joy, everything to be related to help make you a little happier in the day. There are some that certainly do that. And on the opposite spectrum, you want some fire and brimstone kind of devotional that is available to you. It's also pretty amazing how accessible in the sense that they can get down to your profession or hobby as well. There are devotionals specifically to stay-at-home moms. There are devotionals specifically to engineers or firefighters. Uh, There are devotionals specifically to preachers, usually written by preachers and for preachers, right? But you can get ones for students, right? And they'll make those applications specifically to them. And Jesus did this, did he not? He made parables about farming, about shepherding. He wasn't making those to city folk who didn't know what was going on. He made those applications to individuals who understood those subjects, those professions, and those hobbies. So devotionals are very accessible. This is a good thing about them. And then third, the third pro that we'll talk about devotionals for is They set good habits, usually. Many devotionals promote even daily plans. And most anything that gets you to think about God's Word on a daily and regular basis and helps set that routine can be a very beneficial thing. Because since the Word of God is our food, Matthew 4 and verse 4, Jesus says that, right? It's out of the mouth of God that we eat spiritually. And since we eat physically, it's important to eat spiritually as well. But devotionals aren't only and all good. There are some cons in devotionals, and so we'll balance it out. We had three pros of devotionals. We'll have three cons 
of devotionals and kind of show both sides of the coin. Not that I don't like devotionals, I like them, but they are for a specific purpose and misusing them can lead to some issues. If you're trying to use a screwdriver to hammer in a nail, you're going to find that a hammer is a better tool for that or vice versa. If you're using a hammer to screw in a screw in the wall, well, that's going to cause you some trouble. Use a screwdriver for that, right? And so devotionals, when you use them for their proper tool and place and purpose, they can be very beneficial. But the first con of devotionals that I want to point out is that they can often cause people to stagnate in their walk with God, stagnate in their growth. Hebrews chapter 5 comes to mind on this subject, which says, For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you have need again for someone to teach you the elementary principles of the oracles of God. And you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is not accustomed to the word of righteousness, for they are an infant. But solid food is for the mature, who because of practice have their senses trained to discern both good and evil. Many devotionals, and let's be honest, are very elementary in what the applications are that they are making. And babies drink milk, that's good for babies, but at some point you have to move on to more mature studies and uh, learning of God's Word. You can't just drink milk all day, every day, the rest of your life. You've got to put something else into your diet. And back to my example earlier on nutrition bars, right? They are great for on the go, for the convenience, but, you know, one of the nutrition bars, Cliff Bars. You don't want to just eat Cliff Bars every meal, every day for the rest of your life. You want to have a good balance and use them for the purpose of that they're given. You want to include meat and veggies, so to speak, in your study. And it's not that all devotionals don't have mature study in them, but most are very surface level. Or if they dive deep, it is on the shallow end of the pool. And so you ought to be aware of that. If you only read devotionals and that's it, uh, you're probably missing out on some spiritual benefit. In your study habits. Another thing, since they are so accessible, and they are, and that's a wonderful thing about them, they can promote laziness. Acts chapter 17 and verse 11, the Bereans were commended for searching the scriptures daily. And the danger comes in when you're not practicing searching the scriptures. So you have no idea whether this devotional is good, whether it's bad, whether it's teaching truth or not teaching truth, if you don't know the scriptures themselves, it's going to be very hard to discern. Kind of back to Hebrews chapter uh, 5 where we read, who because of practice have their senses trained to discern both good and evil. That training comes from knowing God's word directly. When you read the scriptures, you don't have to search the scriptures to see whether those scriptures are true or not. They're just true. When you read a devotional, you're reading something written by a human being that's, who's not inspired. And so you need to search the scriptures to see whether what is being said is true or not. It can be easy to be duped into believing something that's not true 
or it may be poor quality, it may be false teaching, because since there are so many of them, do we think all the thousands and thousands of devotionals out there are all good? No, there's going to be some bad ones. There's going to be some false teaching. There's going to be some that many are, frankly, hot garbage. So you have to be selective. And so you don't want to be lazy in your devotional uh, commitment. You want to go through them. You want to search the scriptures. And you really want to be selective. And then the third con of devotionals that we'll discuss is that they are often misunderstood or purposefully deceptive. I mentioned that some tools are for some purposes and devotionals likewise. They have a good purpose and when used wisely can be very beneficial to your studies. But there are many people who believe that devotionals are a replacement for reading and listening to the Bible. They are not. Many devotionals are not advertising themselves as such, and so it's just people misunderstanding the purpose of them. And then on the flip side, there are many devotionals that are purposefully misleading because they'll present themselves that way. It's like, don't understand the Bible? Read our devotional instead. It's like, why would anyone tell you to not read the Bible, right? You want to be reading the Bible. You don't want to replace reading the Bible with reading a devotional. That should be a supplement to your study of God's Word. If you get into the habit of not reading your Bible as much as reading about the Bible, then that becomes dangerous. Because let's be honest, some devotionals are, you know, maybe only five sentences sometimes, and maybe none of those sentences are quotes of the Bible. And then people walk away thinking, I did Bible reading today. And it's like, no, you didn't do any Bible reading today. You did nothing but read something that was written by an uninspired person. And it may be true. It may be helpful. It may be applicable. But that's not the Bible directly. And we don't want to confuse those things. Other devotionals, they may be five paragraphs long. And at the very end is one Bible verse. So how much Bible reading did you do? Some people walk away saying, I read a whole page of Bible today. No, you didn't. You read one Bible verse, right? So not confusing the two is important. I'm going to rattle off some verses at the end of this here and get uh, to Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4, which says, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Right? It's his word not books written by uninspired people, which is are what devotionals are. 2 Timothy 3.15 And that from childhood you have known the sacred writings, not uninspired books written by people, which are able to make you wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. The next verse, All scripture is God-breathed. Devotionals are not God-breathed and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Devotionals are not your training in righteousness. God's word that is breathed out by him is what trains us in righteousness. And those same scriptures, what is their purpose? So that the person of God may be equipped, having been thoroughly equipped for every good work. 
It is God's word directly that equips us for every good work, not those things which are written by uninspired people. John 8, 32, you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. The word is the truth according to John 17, 17, and that is not books written by uninspired people, but ones that are God's word. And so we want to distinguish between those. Devotionals have their place. They're convenient. They're accessible. And they are usually going to promote good reading habits, good study habits, good habits to get you to opening your Bible. However, don't trick yourself into thinking that that is a replacement for actually reading and listening to the Bible. They are not enough, and most are not deep study. There are a lot of bad ones out there, and you want to always compare what's said to what God wrote, and never ever be tricked by anyone, including yourself, into thinking that they are specifically God's Word when they are written by uninspired human beings. And so, my challenge to everyone is, never read more about the Bible, never read more about the Bible than you actually read the Bible itself. That's my personal challenge to people. I know it can be hard, but reading more of the actual Bible is going to benefit you more. And it's really going to help you when you read a devotional. When you read a couple paragraphs and someone kind of brings some ideas or explains it in a way you haven't heard before, it will, if you know the scriptures, send you on 20 different journeys of Bible verses that you know to go look those up and look at them with a different perspective and more understanding. And it, that is only going to come if you know more scriptures. Never read more about the Bible than reading the Bible directly. Because if so, then all you'll learn is what people say about the Bible. We don't want to learn what people say about the Bible. What people say about the Bible is not what saves us and sets us free, but it's what the Bible says actually itself. Hope you enjoyed this discussion on the pros and cons of devotionals. I want to thank you for listening. The best way to reach me is on Instagram at Jesus and Truth. If you are looking for a minister, looking for a church, or looking for an answer to your Bible questions, you're always welcome to reach out. Subscribe to more easily listen to the next episode of Jesus and Truth, Lord willing. Much love in Jesus. Amen.